Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ready, one, two, ready, go. All I need the dog's life. Dog life. All I need the dog's life. Dog life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're curious who let the dog in. It's us. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. That was, that was Boom! Good. Intro time. <laughs> that was pretty good. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow Nerds. Nerds. Yes, that, that was, was on good. time. I feel pretty good. On, I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Are you gonna say something? Hi, my name is Stella. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, I have a weird that, uh, that voice. De- right, that definitely that was not my dog. Yeah. Just just to let the people know out there, my dog doesn't really speak. Oh my, my significant other speaks for our dog, that, and that's the last of it that I'm going to show you guys. It's that's, not. That's, it's that's not. a little bit too intimate. You don't need to hear how crazy I sound talking for my dog Look, on a regular basis. You, you've chosen to be with me for over a decade. They know you're insane. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So I'm here with my significant, significantly better significant other over here. Damn right. <laughs> and we mentioned we had that really weird dog intro and weird. She did the Stella voice right now. I didn't really fully do it. It's much better than that. It's it, better is a word. It's much something than that. Um, What, what are we talking about today, Fel? We're talking about dogs and their role in recovery. Okay, now that just got... (laughs) No, no. We're talking about how dogs really have a healing energy and how important they are in the process of recovery from um, whether it be a brain injury or trauma, um, any sort of um, trauma in your life. And we have Stella in the studio with yeah, us today yeah, yeah you'll definitely hear in the background you'll hear like some um her her nuzzling the carpet she she does this thing where she she does this for whatever reason she's not sneezing i don't know what she's doing but she'll make that noise every once in a while i took off her collar so it wouldn't drive us crazy now the point of doing this episode it's actually a really somber sad reason yeah. why we're doing this episode because i it's been established i cry like every day of my life i've been crying a hell of a lot more because we just recently 
um, a friend of ours. Well, you go into the details before I start yeah. crying this early in the episode. Yeah, our good, good friend, uh, John Elow and Patricia, they, um, John's played guitar with me for over 10 years now. And he and Patricia, his partner, lost their beautiful, beautiful dog, Boo, a beautiful Basenji. Um, and we've known, uh, I mean, I think she was, what was she, over 17? Boo was old. She was, I mean, I feel like she was like that old five years ago. So, um, <laughs> you know, she lived a very long. She lived a good life. Amazing too. life. She did. So they, they, she was in a lot of pain. Yeah. She was old. She was in a lot of pain. She wouldn't, she, I guess, had been coughing nonstop for like a really, really long time. You know, she couldn't see very well. She was, it was the, it was the end. It was really, really sad. And I didn't know it was going to impact me as deeply as it did, Yeah, but it did. Like I went into a bit of a spiral and I got like really depressed and sad and it, it was really, really bad. And then I started to think about it. I'm like, why am I this way? Obviously, anytime anything happens to a dog, I'm like, oh, my dog and my dog. I love my dog. When I first got home from the hospital, wait, did I go home or did we go to the Elows? Wow. It feels like we just went straight there. We went home first. I don't remember that. I don't have yeah. much memory of that. We went home first and then and then John and Patricia were going out of town and they're like, hey. And at the time we lived in a, in a small apartment. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, you know, if you want to just have, you know, a nice little recoup from being in the hospital for a month come over to they have a beautiful home come over to our home and you can house sit and watch the dogs and it was my birthday weekend coming up so like you know just relax and we didn't have any time oh my gosh it was i remember that it was like my birthday meant nothing like oh like, god it was around that in time comparison to everything that was going on so uh-huh. it was like well you know here's a way that you can have like and we ended up having like a really nice impromptu birthday party um my dad came down unexpected he didn't even i don't know who he told he didn't tell me until he was like there he, he pulled the high room and he just yeah showed up. it was great and so yeah so so that was that was kind of like where we oh, were and it was also like an impromptu like hey joe's alive and here right it was my birthday party but it was more like joe's here and we're, I, and we're celebrating that joe's I here vaguely remember which that. i was totally happy with you know <laughs> that right, was right. a great birthday uh, present allegedly oh my gosh so <laughs> no, uh, no you know what i remember from that pictures because i don't really remember oh, i was gonna cry again nope I'm holding it together. This whole episode, I'm holding it together. I remember looking back at pictures, yeah. and I look at those pictures. I was like, "Oh my god, I literally look like The Walking Dead." Yeah, there's a great picture of um, you and I. Yeah, when they were bringing the cake out, and you were there. Oh, I don't know. That's not even the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it, we're kind of I think on the deck. Yeah, and that we're one just standing too. side side by side. Yeah, and my clothes look huge. I legit look like I shrunk. He used to wear clothes. Well, he he lost a lot of weight after he's in the hospital. And he's pretty much kept it all off. Boom. Um, or or better, gain some muscle. So that's. <laughs> but he Joe he, Borges, his clothes superhuman. were huge they, on yeah. him when he left. Like yeah. it was, they were so big. Well, you know, I always tell that story. I feel like you used to wear like an double XL or something. Well, but my, you weren't. You weren't really a double no, XL. No, my shirts I always wore extra large mm-hmm. because look, I was like a, he a, came from the nineties. Yeah, I was a teenager in the nineties, so everything was like a little I bit bigger. I had to overhaul his wardrobe and my pants. And I'm not trying to be a pervert. I like the room in the crotch area. So I always get a size larger, you know, like I, I guess TMI. My, <laughs> my, my waist is normally, I guess, like a 32 and I would always get a 36. I don't know why. I would just always do a 36 because I liked like I like room in the crotchal region. Sorry. 
It's, how so, many times are you going to say cr- crotch in this episode? <laughs> it's not super uncomfortable. So, so I remember I, you kept on telling me, this is another memory early on, getting out of the hospital, where you were like, you need new clothes. I was like, I don't need new clothes. I'm fine. <laughs> and we went to Target, and I had to pee really bad. And this was like my first like month or two out of the hospital, where every time I had to use the restroom, it was an emergency. So I had to pee so bad. I went to the restroom to, to the urinal and I undid my buckle and my pants dropped straight down to my ankles. So there I was just peeing with a bunch of dudes next to me in this urinal. Uh, was there a bunch of dudes? There was like four guys. Because oh, wow. it's like several urinals. Why were there so many people going to the bathroom and Target? I don't know people's bladders, oh. but it, it, uh, it, wow, that was a lot of nothing. <laughs> Each Target bathroom, there's like eight urinals, right? Yeah. Anywhere from like four to eight. I mean, eight. I said, yeah, like, I don't you know. know. I don't know. I've never <laughs> so, been into so the Target like, male like, bathroom. There was like four dudes there and my pants are around my ankles and I'm peeing like a toddler. And I remember in that moment, I was like, all right, I guess police are right. I, I think I think I need some new clothes. The, the pants are huge. So anyways. Yeah. Fast um, forward. We went eventually on a shopping, not shopping spree, a shopping trip and had to completely like get him. Yeah. yeah and I got my first pair of skinny jeans. Yep. And now he's never looked back. Nope. <laughs> and speaking of skinny jeans and crotch regions, very impressive around that, the, the, that area. Okay. That's enough of the crotch. Okay. That's I'm, enough. Hey, Nobody I wants to hear about that. If anyone would appreciate it, it would be you. People wonder how this dinette, like why look, she's a rock star. She's beautiful. She's smart. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has something to do with the crush. This, this episode is quickly devolving well, because into. Because I, I don't want to get emotional. Madness. All right, so so we're gonna get back to like the the goods, right? Why are we talking about dogs? So the reason why I think I was so affected is because that first month out of the hospital, being back into the world and like living, it was it's strange. I'm gonna hold it together. I'm doing we didn't it. have Stella yet. I didn't have Stella yet, and so I was suffering from PTSD. I was suffering from everything you could think of. I was still in a tremendous amount of pain. I was confused and I was waking, I was waking up, but I was home, but I was like, you know, slowly becoming more and more myself and realizing I'm a new person. I'm in a brand new brain. I think differently. I process differently. Everything is brand new and scary. And everything was so intense. And as much as Felice was there, like, I can't even describe to you like how much she was there. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Every step she was there. She still had no idea what was going on. And I had no idea how to explain what I was going through. Like, it was the craziest thing. So I just felt thankful, blessed that I was there. Like, I'm alive. That's great. But then I also felt really sad and alone and confused and isolated. And I remember I was just like, well, I I made it. But now what? And it was like that first month where I was like, okay, I guess this is just what life is. It's just confusing and you know, I'm, I've always kind of felt a little isolated and not understood. And I guess that's just going to continue even after the brain injury. And in staying at, at Elow's crib with, you know, the dogs, Boo, I'll just point out, Boo is like a big cat. Yeah, she, she, the Basenjis, if, you, if you've never been around Basenjis, they don't bark. No. Um, they yodel sometimes, but not, they don't, they don't make a lot of noise. No, no, they're silent. They are, they are predators in the wild oh oh, oh no they're okay they're african they're african right dogs. african pack hunting dogs yeah they could take down a lion no so if you get three is it three or four i don't know it's like three or four besenjis you get together expert. and they will take down an actual lion yeah it's insane a side note i'll never forget one time we were going for a walk with boo and their old besenji their old besenji their their besenji isis who passed away and they're boobit boobit together and they we were walking and all of a sudden, 
a pit bull came out of nowhere. And pits are great, but if you're like out in the street and you see a pit that you doesn't, that doesn't pit. have a leash on it and you don't know who's the owner, you know, they, they're great. But also if they're not trained and they've been abused, they can also be very aggressive. aggressive right? Not to say that pits are naturally aggressive. I just want to say that. But so we were a little bit scared. And all of a sudden, the boobits were like... I mean, they didn't make any noise because I did that. They made less noise than that. They made no noise. They made no noise, but they gave like a glare and they, they yeah, had their stance. I wish I could. I'm yeah, making you, you the pose said, right you now. You said they like stepped up, they right? They stepped up and the and the, and the um, pit bull just kind of like. Yeah, it just stopped in its tracks and was like, I don't, don't want to that, but he, went, he went, or she, I don't know if he or she or they, but um, <laughs> the pit bull was like, and just, and just left. Like didn't even try to like stop in its tracks and left. So that's how like. Like, that's the presence that, that, uh, the, the Senji Senji's said, have. yeah. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. They're kind of like cats. They are. Like if you think about Egypt, like the cats on the hieroglyphs, like I, I think of the I think like of Basenji. The they kind yeah. of remind me of that too. I wonder, I think I wonder if there are any Basenji. They, they, they might. So I don't know how old Basenji's the breed is exactly. Somebody give this a fact check fact check basenji is a basal dog breed from africa that was originally found in the congo predating the emergence of modern breeds in the 19th century well i, I just want to talk about boo in particular boo is 100 percent like a cat boo is just like does her own thing and she just so boo the best way to describe it boo's a little bit of a dick right mm-hmm. boo was such a dick boo did what boo wanted when boo wanted to do it and was not like the sweetest dog would she not. was sweet, no, but no, no, she no, no, was no. she was sweet, but she was indifferent. She, indifferent, indifferent. Yes, sweet. Yes. No, Boo she was, was not sweet. sweet. I would cuddle so, with Boo. A kind okay. of okay, kind Boo, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so Boo a couple of times would like come up to me and just kind of like give me like not even lick me, just like put her tongue on my knuckle and then that's it, and then like leave. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'm accepted. So I never, I really liked Boo because Boo was like really cute and just I love dogs. Um, when I got home from the hospital or when I was at the Elows and we were house sitting, Boo was there for me. Yeah, she was. It she was, was hard. It was hard. It's hard to describe. It's hard to explain. But I I was just really isolated. You know, like if you were there and it's, I hate saying that, but I, I, I say a million times. I mean, it. isolation isn't from having not having people around. Isolation comes from not being understood. And I just didn't. I, I nobody could understand. So I was just there and I was just like really sad and lonely. I just remember. Boo was like hanging out with me more than Boo's ever hung out with me. Boo was like, like we're on the bed together. We're like, you know, there's there's pictures of us like chilling, and it was it was nice. And you know, and it's we it's a dog, but like I was like, oh, like she gets it, you know. Yeah. So she was there for me, just like she was there for John, her owner, you know, and and Patricia, and so like she was there for me, and that like really meant the world to me. Like I I needed that in that moment. I don't think I would have made it past that like little patch without boo i know it sounds weird but i think it's true so boo was like doing what stella does for me before i had before i even knew stella existed you know so that that's what all hit me it brought me back to early recovery where i i didn't have anybody to the you know i i didn't know how to explain what was going on with me with you i didn't have the community i didn't have lauren i didn't have the neuro nerds i didn't have anything 
I had this really indifferent cat dog boo was the only thing that I think I had connected with at that time. Yeah, she was a she she was a comfort support animal in that way to John for many years. So um, she did that for you right after right after uh, you came home from the hospital. And I'm just so thankful that she was there um, for you, because I remember there was a long time, not a long time. I mean, we got Stella. Wow. When did we? Did we get still like a year after year? It was a, about it was a year. A, it was a, it was way too long. <laughs> yeah, we were looking because we needed not just a comfort animal, but like a, a service so, yeah, animal. Because Stella is specially trained to help Joe, and we we really, I mean, I'm just thankful that you had that transition period, had that moment with. There's something about I don't know what it is. Like I mean, a human can give you a hug, but there's something about an animal, especially a, a dogs. That is just even regardless of whether they're they're a service animal trained to do a task for right. you or if they're a, a comfort. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's the authenticity mm-hmm. of a dog mm-hmm. or of an animal, any animal. Yeah. I'm not cats. I said like an animal, not like a thing. Clearly, I'm not a cat guy, guys. <laughs> so um, th- there is nothing behind, you know, it, it's the, the honesty of a dog. Yeah. Right. The dog doesn't have anything in the back of its mind. If it's looking at you, oh, there, there's this one meme or picture, whatever the hell you call it, of a dog. And it's like a dog is such a beautiful, special part of your day. And then and then it shows like the dog, like what you are to the dog. And it's like uh, to your dog, you are its entire life. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was I was uh, uh, really greatly affected by that because I just, you know. Boo was she helped me out a lot, and it was a really impactful time in my recovery. And I was just so thankful for that opportunity to get to know Boo. And I said, "It's weird. It's a dog. Yeah. It's not." It, that was a whole animal. bonding. It was a special bonding experience. I mean, it yeah. was because I cannot describe to you how much of a dick Boo is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Boo was. Oh, I, I don't know why I said that. Like, so yeah. No, <laughs> no. well, because she wasn't you, okay, okay. Let's let's back You've up. known Boo let's longer than me. Up. No, no, no hold on. You've known Boo longer than me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's just this is yes or no. Was Boo a dick? No. What? Boo was not a okay. dick. Boo. Police is lying to your faces no. right Boo, now, to Boo, your ears. Boo was about her business. She did her thing. She lived her life <laughs> on her terms. And John and Patricia will back me up on this. Boo was super sweet. Uh, and and she was about her business. Okay, John will 100% back me up because he said it several times. Boo was, yeah, a, badass, a, Boo was a badass bitch. She, she was, she was. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was really, you know, thankful to get to know Boo in that tiny patch of time and it meant the world to me. And I, I didn't realize how much it impacted me until she passed and I lost my mind for a little bit, you know? It was really, really intense because then you start thinking about like your own dog, you know? And I was like, I would not function well without Stella. It's, you know, that's the thing about animals. They don't live as long as we do. So it's, there's a thing, there's kind of like a, a lesson in life about the impermanence of life when you love an animal. It's okay. Like it, accepting that they're here for the time that they're here to love you and for you to love them and um, understand that that's just a part of the cycles of life um, kind of is a great thing as human beings to understand. Yes. Yeah. We have a lot of attachment to things and, places and people and stuff and really releasing attachment and just enjoy when you release attachment then you can really just enjoy and really then later when that person place thing animal is no longer around then you can look back and you can 
you can really just bask in the joy that you had in the moment that you had with them. And I think that's kind of what we have with um, thinking back on Boo and especially that time, that that recovery time. I, I really want to say, too, thinking back to that time, we didn't do this on purpose because obviously we weren't experts in dealing with recovery from a stroke um, because that was the first time we dealt with that. <laughs> but I will say that was one of the best things we could have done. I really thank John and Patricia. I mean, they were going on a trip anyway, but right. I'm so thankful that they let us stay at their place. Yeah, and, it was very quiet. And um, it was so quiet. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good. It was a great transition. Yeah, I remember. From hospital to home. Oh my gosh. I remember too, like, cause I, we had been in the hospital for a month. I went for some wa- runs while we were there. I remember that. And it was like the first time I got out to go exercise. I'd been in the hospital room for so long and it was just a good tell me about re- it it was a recovery a mental recovery for both of us oh, yeah. they have such beautiful views and like we just looking out and having beautiful surroundings around us and being able to just recuperate right. and, and recover from that experience it was a traumatic experience super traumatic yeah, not not just for me but for for you uh as well and it was nice too because i was in the hospital and then the chaos that happened in the hospital and then coming out of that and then you know, if we we would have gone straight to to the apartment because we lived in an apartment well, we at did, the time. We did actually. See, I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, we went to the apartment like for a day or two, and oh, okay. then we went to. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's wild. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com/slash/theneuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to learn more. Use special code THENEUROnerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to get started. Yeah. It's weird how the mind works. Yeah, no. Well, because it almost, because the time that that little, I mean, it wasn't even that long. It was like four days, three Mm -hmm. or four days, maybe. But that time there was so impactful that you almost don't even think about the day or two that we were at that apartment for a right. minute. And the apartment was always really loud. It wasn't soup, but it was louder than, yeah. A bit it, louder it, than, yeah. you know, yeah. John, John's place. Like I, I, I think about like, I, I don't think I would have made it if we were still in that apartment. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's too much. And it's not just the, the, the noise, it's the movement, mm-hmm. a lot of people and a busy street. Even where we, I mean, even where we live now is so quiet. So like quiet. I was gonna say, even where we live now, like yeah, it's not yeah. super, what, what it's super a, quiet. What do we have across the street? A giant mountain. Yeah, and, and and really, that I think that's I think that even if you are recovering from a stroke or a brain injury or a traumatic incident, and you can't um, live somewhere like that, just to take a couple days to be somewhere quiet. Yeah, go to a it, park. Go to Joshua Tree. Go to jo- oh, Joshua oh, Tree is amazing. I love you know, Tree. I um, go also back. get yourself a dog. Get yourself a dog. If you're not a dog person, first off, how dare you? Secondly, how dare you? No, dogs are they're 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 amazing. Like there's the the love and the care that you get from it, that connection, the 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 intensity, the oh the intense love. It's it's amazing. And 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 really, if you have any effects from your brain injury um, that are affecting you know mobility 
or or even mental mental health or um you know anything like that that has to do with your brain injury that you can get a a service animal oh my gosh Um, so the program that stella was trained in was an amazing program i think we've talked about before right maybe I don't know if we have. We can do another so, episode so where we we'll, go deeper. We'll, we'll into do, it. do a quick gist. So oh, we did a little bit with Tobias. <clears throat> with Tobias, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's it's uh, basically it was a, it was. I don't know call. what episode that was, but fact check. Fact check. The Neuro Nerds episode that Felice is referring to is episode seventy five, where Joe interviews our good friend and nonprofit partner Tobias Tubbs, who was one of Stella's trainers in the Pause for Life program. It was called Pause for Life. And so basically, the, the how it works out is you have, and it's great for everybody. So you have incarcerated individuals. Yes. Right. How's, what's the best way to put it? You know, it's their way to give back to society. Well, it's a program to help with their rehabilitation, um, rehabilitation by learning a skill, training a dog. And also it helps with just mental health and for their mental health as well. Right. And, and so it it's, helps, a rehabil- it's a rehabilitation program. And it helps them give back to, you know, uh, society. With, by with, by whatever. training animals. Now they're those animals. I, I haven't looked into the program in a while, but. Now those animals, I think, are being trained mainly for veterans. But right. Joe, we, I was we, like we were lucky enough floor. to get in at the very beginning and they were able to. So wait, so basically you have a trainer come in and he brings in all of these rescue animals and they bring them into the, to the prison and they train the individuals to train the dogs. So then, you know, they, they get to spend time with the dogs. They get to train the dogs as, as well as an actual, like, you know, a, a trainer would. And then so you get these amazing trained dogs for people like me and veterans and people going through all kinds of um, issues. And that's how I got, that's how I got my neuromutt. Yeah. They're mainly trained to help with um, PTSD and other cognitive challenges and issues and things like that. But I say, but we say all that to say though, if you do have like a, 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 and you know, something that you need help with from a service animal, um, whether it be mobility, even like if there's, you can train a service animal to remind you to take certain medication and that um, as an alert dog, right. um, yeah, you, you tra- can totally train the uh, service animals yourself. They don't have to go through a professional program right. to be trained. They just have to be trained to do a task. Um, and then, uh, and that's, and that's it. Um, and I think people get confused about that. Wait, And is um, this uh, nationwide or is this one in California? This is nationwide. Okay. I don't know how it is. That's ADA. Like you can go look it up. I mean, I'm not the ADX. Go go look it up for sure. But I did a lot of research on this, so I understood the laws around it. Problem is that there's a lot of people who abuse this and yes. they just say their animal's a service animal and they're yeah, not. Yeah, look, she has a vest. Yeah, so, no, that no. they're a service animal if they're trained to do a task. So it is a little bit on the honor system of that. But you know, if they're if the the way that you know people get in trouble is that then their dog is not really trained, right. and then they get out in public and go pee somewhere where they're not supposed to pee or do yeah, something. Yeah, but, yeah, not even the dog, the owner. Yeah, wow. <laughs> So, but we could, we could, we could probably get somebody on the show who could give us way better information on that than I can, but yes, yeah, yeah. so, uh, Stella, I would, I wouldn't be here without my dog. I, I mean that like I, I wouldn't, she's been a tremendous help. She's given me back a huge chunk of my life. And that is, you know, I struggled with the, the, the night terrors. Police can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> Very many uh, sleepless nights where I'm like, I, I think I'm destroying my girlfriend and I'm so sorry. That I'm going, oh, those no. were rough times. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, that's, I mean, literally it was like, we need a service animal. We need someone to help you with, with, it was, it was a need, but Boo was the pup who was the intermediary, uh, she was a catalyst, uh, emotional support animal that yeah. Joe needed those few days, um, after, oh, uh, man, coming I home. love that jerk. <laughs> she was such a dick. She wasn't a jerk. She was a badass bitch. She was. And that badass bitch was a dick. 
<laughs> so it just it makes me re- really really sad i just wanted to you know honor boo by sharing you know how much of an impact that she had we on love me you, boo. yeah you know now she's she's still the most important thing i think is like where you're like you're really sad because i've been i've been really really sad um i think she was in a lot of pain she was in so much pain and that just that pains me and i'm happy that she's pain-free so that's where I'm what I'm looking at. You know, she she's now in that that dog park in the sky. Yes, she is. <laughs> Being a dick to the other dogs. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you keep saying she, she was doing you her own what? thing. She was about her business. She wasn't a dick. She just wasn't she was minding her business. That's, that's you know what Boo was doing? She was. she was minding her business. She was not trying to be all up in everybody's stuff. She was doing her thing and then she was there for you when you needed her. That's true. She was true. there. She was a bride or die badass bitch yeah and that, we love you so much uh boo, <laughs> boo. boo she was a ride or die I, I love that dick for being a ride or die <laughs> that, that was a, a strange statement it was that, that should not be on a t-shirt mm-hmm. i love that dick that's probably not something we're gonna have on any of our merch no no <laughs> that would that police would clear that would be, I, w- I would that would be for a very different kind of brand <laughs> With so, that said, with, with, with that said, you know, I, I, I am, um, th- this has been good to like process out some because I, I've been, I've been struggling, you know, I, again, I say it all the time. I cry every day of my life, but there's like different tears. This is like, I was, I've been really, really sad and almost, I've been almost depressed because I, I've, you know, I, I didn't realize again, how much boo impacted me in that small time we spent together. It was only a week, maybe yeah. two. I mean, we've seen her many times. No, no, then, I, after, but, but after that, the hospital, that time together, that, yeah, that time I spent with Boo, that little patch of time, really, you know, uh, it's it helped my recovery, and I didn't realize how impactful it was until I heard that Boo is no longer going to be with us. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know if John and Patricia know how. Oh, I don't think they that know. was. So thank you, John and Patricia. We yeah, love you. Yeah, it was, it was really, it, it was. I held out this whole episode. Not gonna cry. But it, it really, it, it meant the world to me. It meant everything to, to me. It was just, I'm, I'm so thankful to, you know, to, to Elow and, and, and Patricia for, you know, just being a, as amazing as they are and helping me early on in recovery because that was invaluable to, you know, have a place to, to, to stay and recover and just to, you know, trust us, <laughs> this brain injured dude with your, your, your dogs and just, you know, I want to thank Boo. She can hear me. She can hear me. She she has her hearing now because I'm sure she wasn't, you know, she was a little, a little bit of her hearing too. You know, Boo, Boo, Boo was uh, amazing. I just want to thank Boo for just helping uh, cement my recovery. She she really did. She was the catalyst for w- what I am now. And and that's, uh, you know, the boy who lived in his dog. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, Betty White. Oh, you, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think we mentioned on the show. Is it weird that the Sex and the City girls now are the same age that the Golden Girls were when they started the Golden Girls? Random facts. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Now you know that information. When the Golden Girls started. You can't unsee that. And they were like these real, like, oh, it's so old, you know, white haired women. Sarah J is, is older. They were the same age. As the Sex and the City no, girls they were, are they now. they were younger. They were, they were younger. They were like a couple years. Like some of them were younger. It's so not all of them, but some of them were a little bit younger. It's so weird. And again, I'll just say this: Blanche, who knew she was a trailblazer? She led the way to Samantha. She did. She did. Oh, now, and now I can do my B. Arthur impression. Dorothy, <clears throat> here we go. Blanche is such a whore. Did she actually say that on the show? Several times. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Sure, I mean, that's amazing. 
on so, that note, <laughs> uh, uh, on that note, you know, I, uh, um, I'm just so thankful. And if you can hear like these little nibble noises, it's my dog. She okay. You know when dogs? Like, oh, she messed up the carpet. Our dog does not destroy things. She doesn't. She doesn't destroy toys. She like nuzzles. She collects dirt in her mouth. No, no fuzz and fuzz. So like you, so she'll nibble on the top of a carpet and get like a whole bunch of the little fuzzies, and she'll save them in the corner of her jowls and just have them in there because my dog's weird. Yeah, my dog. I mean, she's my dog, so clearly she's not like your normal everyday dog. And she's a little weird. So that's what that noise is. If you, I don't even know if you can hear it, but now you have that. Pro- information. They probably can't, but. You know, that's, yeah. if you can. Wait, wait, if you're real quiet, maybe you can hear it. I probably heard that. Probably, heard some probably not, but it's okay. <laughs> so it, it, thank you for helping me process the spell. Thank you for always, you know, being my um, significantly better significant other. Damn right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thank you for you. making me get new clothes, by the yeah, way. See, that was rough. <laughs> love is telling someone that their clothes are too big. For you, you know, when this episode comes out, I'll post that picture yeah. of me. Even my hat. We've got a lot of pictures to post in relation to this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, right. I posted. Um, also, Stella got a summer cut, and she looks completely different right now. She and does. I don't she's know what to do about it. Literally half the dog I used to have. Yeah, her hair will be back, but it's just like she's another. It's like we have another dog right now. <laughs> she looks like a little puppy. She's so cute. Um, but there, there's a picture I posted of. Uh, it was Christmas. It was the, the Christmas after my stroke, where you know Elah has the tree on the the, mm-hmm. the ceiling, and it's me holding Boo and sitting down with. Fuck, I'm going to cry again. Fuck. Okay, no. All right. And it's just, it, I remember, hey, <laughs> hanging in there. So close. Um, I remember, you know, I was never the closest. I love Boo. But, like, again, Boo, a little bit of a dick. But I felt super close to again, Boo. In she those was a pictures. badass no, 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 no. bitch about her business. But anyway. Felice can say what she wants. We know the truth. Boo minded her business, and I appreciated. that. I'll say this. Elow would say the exact same thing. He said the same thing several times. And that's Boo's owner. So I remember sitting in front on the floor and I just had Boo in my lap and she was just like so comfortable and like she like we bonded that that time, you know? She 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 helped me so much and just those pictures meant the world to me. And I'm I'm just so I'm I'm so thankful. I'm so sad. I really am. Like I'm really like my heart hurts. But I'm also, you know, with a heavy heart, I share all of this stuff. But I'm also thankful that she's no longer in pain because I understand, you know, we none of us should be in pain. Pain sucks. You know, and she was in a tremendous amount of it. So she's free from that. And that makes me happy. It's sad that she's not here with us, but she's in a much better place. And I'm very thankful for, for, for her. So the wonderful time we had with her. Yes. And on that slightly emotional, Joe made it an entire episode without actually crying. Wait, are you going to say the, uh, like the things? Oh yeah. See, look, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm Lauren so right close. now. I'm Lauren right yeah, now. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you guys know I can't do this by myself. I need a handler. So this is a part of the show where we give out our socials. Speaking of Lauren, if you want to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass kicking co-host, you can attempt to at Lauren L. Manzano on Instagram. If you want to reach out to my beautiful, significantly better significant other, you can reach out to her at Felice Lize on Instagram. At Felice Lize and Felice Lize everywhere. <laughs> and also, if you want to check out Joe's one-on-one coaching, go to usorock.coach. Every well, just, no, just no, one just, place. Actually, no, it's at Usorock on Instagram as well. We're still building that page up though, but See? go follow it. And if you want to work with Joe, hit him up there. Every no, just there, just there. <laughs> yeah, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can reach out to me at Joe Sorocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us, the Neuro Nerds, at the Neuro Nerds, all socials everywhere. <laughs> See, and now officially on that, Joe didn't cry. No, you kind of. I, I I got misty. Misty doesn't Joe, count as crying. On that Joe got misty note. 
These neural nerds are out. <laughs> I made it. I, I'm really happy I didn't cry. It was really sad. You cried. I did. It's it was a lot. I I love Blue. She helped me so much. Crying is a good thing. He cried, guys. No, that's just over. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today.